Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. So thank you for joining me once again for our weekly podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how your relationship with money can affect the growth of your business. So there are a few things I want to highlight. So when I talk about your relationship with money, I am talking about how do you feel about money in general? So give you some context to what I meant. When I was growing up, my mom have always told me that we don't have enough money. Money doesn't grow on trees. There's not enough money. We can't spend money. Money is only used to pay for necessities. Anything beyond that is a waste of money. So I grew up thinking that I have to work very hard for money because that's what she told me, that we have to work hard for our money. Money is not easy to make, so don't spend it. It's so much easier to save it than to earn, than to earn it. So I grew up with this belief that the only way to become wealthy, and I put air quotes to the word wealthy, is to save. And the only way to make money is to work hard. The only way to become wealthy is not to spend money. So I have this belief that if I don't work hard, the money wouldn't come. If I don't save, then I will not be wealthy. And if I were to spend the money, the money will never come back. And I will have to work harder to go make that money because I spend my hard-earned money. So imagine when I have all this belief, how does that transfer into growing my business? And it's not just me. And I see that so, so often in other in other entrepreneurs, not just entrepreneurs, in several other small business owners, right? And they, when they have this type of belief, a few things can happen in their business. Number one, for things that in their business that they don't like to do or they're not good at, so what I call is not their zone of genius or their area of brilliance and they don't like doing it as well, but because they have this belief that I don't have enough money, so if I were to spend money, it will be gone. So they have this belief that money is hard to earn. So if I can do it, if I can do it, I have to do it myself because then I don't have to spend money, right? Money doesn't go out from my bank account. So even if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to have to go figure it out so that I don't have to waste money to get someone else to do it. So what happens when you have that kind of, that kind of belief? And I, I am a victim to that. So 
when I was building events for anyone, the business, even though I have a thriving business for M2 Hospitality, my event planning company, um, and I also have a very healthy personal savings account, events for anyone is a new business. So it has no money to begin with. And I have this mindset that if I don't have it, I can't spend it. In reality, I actually do have the money. I have the money in my business account for M2 Hospitality. I also have the money in my personal savings account. And I can always get the money from my husband as well. But because I have this thinking that if I don't have it, I can't spend it. And I'm looking solely at events for anyone where the bank account is zero. So I can't spend any money to hire anyone for anything. So I knew that I have to build a website. And that is my technology is my nemesis. And I tried to build the website myself. So it was a turmoil. I spent two weeks trying to build a website that that got nowhere. <laughs> I was angry. I was frustrated. I was getting impatient. I was waking up early in the morning, four or five o'clock in the morning, and going to bed at one o'clock at night, feeling angry, frustrated that I'm not making any progress. And this went on for two whole weeks until it got to the breaking point that I realized that no matter how brilliant I think I am, this is just not my thing. And I start to wonder, oh my goodness, if I want to build this business into an empire, there's going to be many other things that I will have to do. And I start to assume that building business is difficult. I completely forgotten that I have already built M2 Hospitality and I built it with ease. However, M2 Hospitality is structured a little bit differently because I am the only person running M2 Hospitality. So I kept things very, very simple and I'm happy making a six figure. But with events for anyone, I have high hopes. I want it to be a multi-million company. So I have to have a different structure in terms of how to grow that company, right? And I know from the get-go, I can't do it by myself, but I will try to do a lot of the things by myself if I if I could. And one of it that I thought I could do was building the website. So while I was going through building the website, I had all these thoughts that, oh my God, there's so many other things I have to do for events for anyone that will require technology, such as going on social media, scheduling my social media posts, understanding how to use all these different platforms so that I can market myself. And I start getting a panic attack that if all this requires the same type of skill set as how I'm building the website, I'm doomed. And I start to lose my motivation and inspiration to grow event for, events for anyone. Our mentorship program for event planners, okay? So, so I, but whatever the case, I just plowed through that two whole weeks and I told myself that I'm smart enough, I can do it. Well, reality hits after the second week that I'm exhausted. I'm, I, I lost patience. I am unkind to my daughter and to my husband because I am angry at myself. And then I vent my anger on them and uh, I took it out on them. And I get to a point that I just have to make the decision to invest in hiring someone to do the website. So 
when I did that, I felt a sense of peace. And I gained back all this time that I could have, that I lost, <laughs> that I could continue to lose if I didn't make that switch. So I gained back time and I was able to sleep better. I was able to focus more on the real important things of the business, which is to market the business, to talk about my services, to build my authority in the field so people will know who I am and what I do and how I can help them. So instead of spending another two more weeks trying to figure how to do the website, I hired um, someone to do my website. And in, you know, it's immediately I saw the return because I was able to, I was able to have more time to market myself and talk to people and reach out to more people. I was able to sign up my first two clients for events for anyone as well. So if you have the type of mindset like like what I initially had, watch out for watch out for the things that's coming towards you. All right. I don't want you to go through the same journey as me. And then if you also have this thinking that money is scarce, money is hard to come by, money is hard to earn. When there's an opportunity to make that money, you have to grab the opportunity and you have to hang on to it and you can't let it go. So when you think, when you have that type of belief, when you go into a sales conversation, that means when a lead contacts you, when you have a potential client contacts you, you go into a conversation with this subconscious desperation that you must have this business because it's already so difficult to get a lead, okay, to inquire about your business. So you can't let this lead go. You must close this lead. So you have this inner desperation that you don't sometimes don't even know it's bubbling beneath the surface. And you all you want to do on that conversation is to close that lead. Okay. So pay attention to your energy. When you're talking to your potential client, you have to be so present to listen to what they need help with instead of you doing a verbal diarrhea about what you can do for them and your 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 package is a great price is is very reasonable you work with their budget and you start saying all sorts of things to convince your potential lead to work with you because you're so reasonably priced i put air quote as well okay because you're so budget friendly and you work with their budget and it's they're getting a good deal so you just throw everything you know, and the whole kitchen sink to convince them to work with you because you want this lead. You have to close this lead because money is scarce. If you don't close them, money is gone forever. That's in your head, right? That's your belief. So you go into a sales conversation with desperation instead of being a consultant, really hearing what your potential client wants and needs and being the consultant to guide them to the decision to either hire you or not to hire you if you are not a good fit for them or vice versa. When you are in that type of mindset that you must close that lead because you think that money doesn't grow on tree. So if it's there, you need to grab it, right? So for you, it's money. So I don't care whether it's a good fit or not. I must close this lead. Then this is going to be very 
damaging to your business because you'll be working with people that you really don't want to work with, like low-ball clients or clients that just do not have the same energy as yours. And you have, and then they become nightmare clients. So you only see the dollar sign. You don't see how it can impact your, your energy and also the enjoyment in planning the event. Okay. So this money scarcity mindset will affect your sales conversation. And that's exactly what I meant when I said that you if you don't understand your relationship with money, that means you will never understand what is blocking you in growing your business. Now, the third point that I want to stress as well is if you don't, if you also believe that, you know, money is gas, whatever is gone is out, that means you believe, you also believe that money is hard to earn, right? Money is hard to earn. You don't want to give it away. You want to hang on to it tight, 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 okay? You shouldn't be spending money when you don't have to. It should only be necessity, okay? So that's your belief. So when you go into a sales conversation, because, because you have this belief that money is so hard to earn and it's difficult to part with money, what will happen? You also immediately assume that everybody thinks that way because that's your belief and you assume that everybody has the same belief. So what happens? You feel bad charging your worth. And what happened? You, you, because you don't dare or don't want and afraid or reluctant to bear with your money, you also think the same thing about your potential client. So you basically is transferring your belief to your potential client. And what happens? You start giving discounts. Because now they have to, they the they don't have to give out so much of their money. They only have to give up some. Okay. So the pain of or the reluctance of giving out the money is minimized because now that you have given the discount. So it's easier for you to ask for the money because it it's less, you have less reluctance, okay, to give out the money in your mind, if I give a discount, then they will give up their money easier, okay? That is because your belief is, I don't want to give out any money. This is my money. I want to hang on to it. And you think that people think that way too. So you see, your relationship with money is going to, is going to impact, okay? It's going to impact how you grow your business, whether it's investing in the business, with, on, on, the, on the right people, the right software, the right system, the right process so that you can have a well-oiled machine so that you can have talents or people running the business for you, bringing in more money. So you are, you, instead of seeing, seeing employees or contractors as an asset of the company, you see them as an expense. You don't see that having them do the work that you don't like to do or do the work that you're not good at help you buy back time and money loves speed. If you're able to get back time, you're able to speed up the growth of your business. And when, you know, when there's speed, money comes. So if you don't have that mindset, you are sabotaging yourself, okay? 
when it comes to investing in your business. And if you don't recognize your money relationship, that is, you don't dare to part with money, you don't want to part with money, you think money is hard to earn, then you also sabotage your sales conversation. So please take into consideration all these factors when you next time when you go into a sales conversation. Now, I'm not going to leave you high and dry with, okay, so now I, I recognize all my money story issues. How can I go about overcoming my money story? So your current belief is if I don't have it, I can't spend it, right? That's your current belief. If I don't have it, I can't spend it. That means if your business is not making money, you can't invest the in the business, right? I want you to change that belief if, to if I don't invest in it, the money it won't the money won't come. So your current belief, okay, your current belief is if I don't invest money in my business, I can't. Your current belief that you have right now is I can invest in my business because I don't have it. I don't have the money to invest in the business. I want you to change that to I, if I don't invest in my business, I won't have the money. So you see, you have to change it to if I don't invest in my business, I won't have the money that I want to make. So your current belief is I can't invest in my business because I don't have the money. Your new belief is if I don't invest in my business, I won't have the money. So it's a guaranteed fact that if you don't invest in your business, you won't have the money. So it's a chicken and an egg situation. So in order for you to adopt the new mindset that if I don't invest in it, it's guaranteed that I won't have the money. The only way to adopt the new mindset is to move forward in faith. Move forward in faith. In everything you do in business, every decision that you make in business, especially when you have never done anything of that sort, you're always moving in faith. There is no guarantee results. What is the return on investment regardless, you know, financially? So you have to move forward in faith. The, the most successful business person is someone who is always willing to move forward in faith after doing, of course, their due diligence in, in, in deciding what investment to, to take on for their business. So you have to change your thinking. I would suggest that you actually write it down, what I just said. You know, if I your current mindset is if I don't have it, I can't spend it. You need to change it to if I don't invest in it, I won't have it. So you need to change the, the name of the song now. Okay. So I hope today's session about your relationship with money open up some, some clarity for you on how you can evaluate your relationship with money. How can you make little shift, right? My, my energy coach, my money coach taught me in order for you to attract more money, you have to vibrate the wealthy woman vibe. You have to vibrate the wealthy vibe. So she told me to do little, little things every day to expand my belief about money, that more is always coming. There's always enough. There's always enough. Money just circulates. It's, it's not gone. It circulates and it circulates back to you when you are ready to receive. And the way that you can be ready to receive is to believe that it will come back to you. So she has taught me certain tricks, which is, you know, when I tip 
tip double. Feel that you are wealthy enough to tip double. Buy some frivolous little things that you normally wouldn't spend. Like for me, I don't normally spend money on candles because those are frivolous um, waste of money, right? But I love candles. So I need to start respecting my desires. And when I go to the store and I see a candle, I will buy the candle. When I buy the candle, I am, you know, I feel wealthy. I feel that, oh, I can I can pay for this. And the reality is, yes, I can. And the money will always circulate back to me. It's not like I paid $12 for a candle and then and then I just lost the $12 permanently because the reality is the, uh, there's money always coming back to me. So you have to, you have to adopt that belief. So I hope this little trick is going to help you expand your thinking about money and hopefully you'll be able to recognize your relationship with money so that you can make the right decision for yourself and your, and your business and prosper in your business and also prosper in life. Once again, if you have enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to leave us a review, rate us, okay? Give us a rating and leave us a review and share our podcast to other people whom you think can benefit from what we share inside our Unstoppable Eventrepreneur podcast. Talk to you once again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.